It's another Road to Memorial Cup edition of the CHL Top 10 show presented by Kia. My name is Scott Van Kunit, and today I talk to the final two teams that earned sweeps in the second round, the 8-2 Sarnia Sting and the 8-1 Gatineau Olympique. For the first time in franchise history, Luca Del Belbaluz and his Sarnia Sting have advanced to the third round after knocking out Guelph in six games, then the 2024 Memorial Cup host Saginaw Spirit in four. The Columbus Blue Jackets prospect tells us what it's like to play in Sarnia right now, taking the battle of the 402 to a whole new level, and what the Sarnia Sting will have to do successfully to win against the London Knights. Here's Luca Del Belbaluz. My first guest today has six goals and 11 points in 10 playoff games from the conference final bound Sarnia Sting. It's Columbus Blue Jackets prospect Luca Del Belbaluz. Luca, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Uh, maybe not as rested as, as you are right now, but it's by the time this airs, it'll have been about a week since you guys swept the Saginaw Spirit to advance to the third third round for the first time in franchise history. Uh, how's, the, how's the mood in the room right now? Uh, yeah, it's definitely definitely up there. Uh, you know, it's not easy sweeping a series. So, you know, right now we're just trying to, you know, move on from that. That series is over with, but uh, just trying to, you know, key in on little things to get ready for uh, our uh, series against London. What areas do you feel like you still need to make some improvements on? Uh, I mean, everything. Uh, I mean, when you go up against a team like Saginaw, it's going to be different than going up against a, a team like London. So uh, there's different adjustments we need to make. So, you know, working on neutral zone things, defensive zone coverage, uh, power play, uh, penalty kill, just all, all sorts of things. Because, you know, every team has a different system. So, uh, yeah, you're going to need to, you know, change things around in order to, you know, be successful. Well, after that first round series that uh, was six games against Guelph, how much more important was it to you guys to to wrap up the Saginaw Spirit uh, quickly, uh, knowing that you'd you'd want some extra rest, especially coming up against the uh, the Knights in the next round? Yeah, I mean, I think in the first series against Guelph, we we were up three zero and we did have a chance to sweep. And I think, you know, that's that's one thing that we learned is that how hard a series is to close out. Uh, you know, you know, the team down when you're when you're down three zero. The team's not going to give you that team's not going to give you an easy win. Uh, obviously, they have their their uh, their season on the line. So, you know, I think just being able to you know learn from that against Guelph and I felt like we kind of handed away two games to them. And yeah, it was huge to really get that sweep. And, you know, obviously we got a, a lot of extra rest from it, too. So it's it's really helpful. Looking back at it now, is that a bit of a blessing in disguise, having them uh, push you a little bit there? And, and now you guys know not to let your foot off the pedal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we talked about it earlier going into playoffs that, you know, you are going to face some adversity and, you know, we kind of get, it, we kind of did against Guelph. Like I said, we kind of gave, kind of, you know, gave them those two games and yeah, we didn't know how hard it was going to be out to close out a series. And yeah, it was good that we went through that early. For, for a lot of the guys on the team, like you guys are, are a veteran team. It, it's going to be the final year in the OHL. Have you guys, how much have you guys talked about uh, making this, this run count? Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is this is it. We have a lot of guys that really want it. Uh, our OAs are hungry. Uh, some of our older guys, you know, we, we really want to win. We have a really special team. Um, obviously, you know, our GMs, our coaches, you know, they really trust us. They brought us in here, you know, to make to make this team. And, yeah, they have a lot of trust in us. And, you know, we don't want to disappoint them as well. All these fans coming out to support us every night. Uh, it's just It's just been awesome. And, you know, for us, we just want to give something back to them. Well, personally for you, three goals in uh, in that final series or the last series against Saginaw. Two two winners, including the the game two OT winner. 
Delbel Belus up top to Voigt. Voigt saucers it in front. Score! Yeah, Del Bebelouz has been around the net all night long. Um, what was it like sc- scoring your first playoff OT goal? Uh, yeah, it's something like, <laughs> obviously I've never done that before. That was my first one. So, yeah, it felt, felt totally unreal to just, you know, help the team out and winning a game in overtime. Uh, it was a tight game. It was a tight game in general. The two goalies were playing really well, and it was kind of like a goaltending battle. It was a uh, 1-1 game. And, uh, yeah, I uh, just kind of got a lucky bounce in front of the net, and I had an open net. So, uh, not one of my hardest goals, but uh, definitely uh, one that I always remember. Did you feel like something was going to happen for you in that game? Like you had, I, I feel like 12 shots in that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a joke, you know, going into overtime and, you know, going into the third period that I had a lot of chances all game. I, I think, like you said, I had like 12 or 14 shots on net. And uh, I just felt like it was the matter of time that before I was at least going to get one. So, uh, yeah, you know, just kind of, keeping that, uh, you know, mental mindset and just staying calm and uh, not getting frustrated when you do miss those chances. And, you know, I kind of just stuck with it. And, you know, I got a lucky bounce, like I said, and, you know, I passed on that opportunity. How much fun are you having playing with a guy like Sasha Pastorjob since since coming over there? There's a lot of creativity on that line. Pastorjob over the line, gets around Savard, puts oh, it in no. front, they score! What a goal! Pastorjob finds Del Belba, lose. Sarnia catches in and it's 2-1. to one. Everybody looking at number 36. Uh, yeah, Sasha's uh, an unbelievable player. Like, I've never seen uh, players do what, the kind of stuff he does. He's very, very smart, and he's a super skilled. So, you know, even getting to practice with him every day, the stuff that he's able to do in practice is just, you know, it's kind of jaw-dropping. He does some crazy things with the puck, and, you know, it's really special to have him on my line. And, uh, yeah, I think we work really well together, and, you know, we've created a lot of chemistry. I uh, also, I'm kind of his Uber around here in Sarnia. I drive him, drive him to the rink. I drive him everywhere he wants to go. So, you know, we've kind of created a, a really good friendship. And yeah, he's just a awesome player, but just an also an awesome person. Lots of additions that uh, were brought into the Sting this year. How long did it take for you guys to, you know, build those relationships and feel like you're a part of that organization? I mean, since I got here, uh, right at the trade deadline. We actually had a road trip for for a, a good a good amount of time, so we were on a road trip, and you know, I got to get uh, get to know the guys a, a little bit better, and you know, being on the bus and being in hotel rooms and just hanging out, it was kind of kind of really easy with all these guys. Um, yeah, they made us feel really welcome. I know me and Delhi came in here, me and Del Master that is uh, came in here not really knowing what to think. We've never been traded before, never like moved teams in the OHL, so we didn't know we didn't really know what to expect, but. Uh, yeah, everyone here from the coaching staff all the way down to the players, uh, equipment managers, everyone was just so welcoming and made it really easy for us. Did it make it even easier having Del Mastro with you? Yeah, I mean, I get to ask that question a lot. And yeah, definitely just being uh, having someone by your side in case, you know, you felt a little uncomfortable or didn't know what to say in certain situations. Definitely easier having them around. What was the biggest change for you going from Mississauga to Sarnia? Uh. I mean, just hockey-wise, I think uh, just learning different systems. Like I said earlier, uh, every team has a different system. And, you know, having to, you know, learn a completely new system after four years, is it was definitely definitely challenging. But uh, now that's all said and done. So, yeah. 
Well, it was about, you know, I'd say about mid-February when it seemed like everything started to click for you guys. Is is that safe to say? Because you guys really got on a roll, you know, kind of Valentine's Day on to the, the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I first came in here, uh, we were struggling a little bit. We're not struggling. We were winning games, but also losing some that we should have been winning. And um, I kind of just, you know, we were talking to the coaches and they were just like, you know, it's it's going to be it's a long time till playoffs right now. And, you know, for us, we just want you guys to gel and, you know, we're going to try out different lines and try out different things. So, yeah, like you said, once we hit like February, mid-February, that's when things kind of took off where we kind of found out where we were and uh, who what our team identity was, I guess you can say. And, uh, yeah, things took off for us as chemistry started to build around us. And as you guys keep going, do you feel like you're really starting to hit your stride? I know you said you still have stuff to work on, so obviously you can take it to another level, but do you feel like you're hitting your stride now? Yeah, I think we definitely have hit our stride, um, or hit my stride at least. Uh, yeah, I feel really comfortable with this team. Uh, I mean, everyone has a certain role on on uh, our team, and you know, just trying to stick to that and not trying to you know go out of the way and do, be a player that I'm not. So, yeah. Well, you said it already, uh, next series – um against the london knights it's not hard to get up against the london knights but uh you know the taking the taking the battle of the 402 to a whole nother level now how exciting is it to just be able to face off against them in the next round i mean i i guess it's kind of like a, a dream series uh, i'm pretty sure it hasn't happened since like 1999 or something and obviously as everyone knows the battle of the 402 it's a rivalry series so yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a battle to <laughs> you know whoever comes out on the series yeah, I feel like we have an unbelievable team. We have we have everything from grit to skill to heart to you name it. We have everything and we have everything in toolbox. And you know, I don't see a reason of why, why we can't get the job done. In a series like that, it's it's easy to have the emotions get really high with both crowds being so into it and everything. How do you keep them in check so that you guys aren't taking too many penalties? Uh, just for us, you got to stay level-headed. We we talked about this before going into playoffs. Uh, we had a meeting, and we just kind of said, like, you always have to, you know, be level-headed. In your highs, you can't get too high, and in your lows, you can't get low. And I think it just, you know, I think it's up to the player next to you and or all your teammates to keep you in that, keep you in that mindset and not let you get too high or too low. Well, since you joined the team and all uh, since the trade deadline. You guys are 2-0-2 against the Knights. Uh, you know, they finished one point ahead of you in the standings, so they've got home ice in the in the round. But how do you feel like you match up against them? I know you said you got the grit and, and depth and everything, but how do you guys feel like you do? Uh, I feel like we match up very good against them. Obviously, uh, we played them, I think, four times in like two weeks when uh, during that 2-0-2 record. And, um, yeah, I think – yeah, it, it was very tough games. They're very physical. We are physical. We both uh, both have a lot of skill. But, uh, yeah, it should be a fun series. Uh, yeah, fun series. And, you know, we both have great goaltenders, uh, especially in playoffs. I think Brochu has got like a f- four shutouts, I want to say. And Benny's got three. So, at the end of the day, it's going to be a full team effort from both teams. And, uh, yeah, I think there's there's no reason why we can't come out victorious. Yeah, two of the best goalies in the, in the OHL playoffs right now. So, what do you guys have to do to – to capitalize on your limited chances against Brochu since he is playing so well? Um, I think it's just playing, playing the right way. And like, like I said earlier, when we were talking about that, you know, 12 shot game or whatever it was, it's just, you know, sticking to it and just not, not getting frustrated on the bench, not getting in your own head. You're obviously, he's going to crack. There's going to be a time where he he is going to crack and 
you know, not, not everyone's perfect and someone's going to, and you know, you're going to slip up at times. So uh, just, just waiting for that opportunity and just, you know, being calm. And for, for Godro, you know, he might be playing some of his best hockey of his career right now. What does that do to the rest of the room when you see him playing like that? Yeah. I mean, Benny's a special goalie. He's been outstanding for us this playoffs and yeah, he works extremely hard on and off the ice. And yeah, for us, it's a huge confidence thing uh, for us players, you knowing that, you know, back there we have an absolute rock and yeah, he's just been unreal for us. Keeping the shooting lanes clear for, for Ben so he can see the shots is obviously important. How do you guys go about doing that? Uh, just sticking to our system. I mean, our D zone coverage, we work on it a lot and, you know, just keeping, keeping them limited into having grade A scoring chances. You know, again, if they get a grade A scoring chance, great grade A scoring chance, it's most likely that, you know, we gave it up and we made a mistake and, you know, we can live with that. But uh, yeah, at the at the end of the day, we kind of got to limit limit those chances, and you know, it's, it's on us. Last year in Mississauga, you guys got swept by the eventual champions in Hamilton in the second round. So, what did you and Del Mastro learn from your current teammate Brandon Anderson there too um, from that series? Uh, I mean, obviously, Hamilton was a very special team last uh, last year, and just. Uh, you're going to go through adversity. That's kind of the biggest thing. And, you know, I think Hamilton going into like that final series and then going into the Memorial cup is they went through some injuries and all that. And I think, you know, we kind of already been through that. We have a, we had a little bit of a sickness going around our team and we were missing a lot of players at a lot of different times. And uh, just being, just being able to step up, step up your game to the next level and, you know, other players being able to step in and, you know, take, take a job that's uh, been open for, for a while and while other players were out. And I think we did a great job of, you know, just, you know, sticking, sticking together as a team and, you know, being able to shut out games and just, yeah, playing together as a team. As, as one of the older guys, do you, do you guys talk to some of the younger guys and say, Hey, listen, there are going to be some injuries, you know, somebody's going to get sick or whatever, be ready to step in. Yeah. We talked about that, that yes, stuff like that is going to happen. It's not, not everything's going to go perfect. Uh, there's going to be games where we're missing players. So, yeah, everyone was fully ready. And, you know, the guys that did step in did a fantastic job and were key parts to, you know, certain victories and uh, certain series. Well, so for the Sarnia Sting to make it to the OHL final, what will you guys have had to do successfully to win that series against London? Uh, just sticking to our game plan. Uh, like I said, you know, in practice, working on our neutral zone, our power play our defensive zone coverage and you know the coaches are doing it all for us but at the end of the day we have to go out there and you know do the real work and uh yeah i feel like if we stick to our plans and our game plans and what we have to do i i, I don't think there's any way that we don't beat them have you been keeping tabs on the eastern conference and your your former teammate no back at all uh i mean i know what's going on i don't know i'm not like keeping stats or anything like that like, no, no. I, I know yeah yeah i know I know that, you know, they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals, which is great. Um, what have you, you guys, obviously, like we said, you, you've had some time off after uh, after the sweep. What have you guys been doing as a team away from the rink uh, during that time? Uh, I mean, we just, uh, actually, we went home for, I went home for uh, a couple of days. Obviously, they gave us a couple of days off. So, you know, I just was able to go see family and then obviously come back here. And now we're honestly just, you know, just going to practice and then, you know, hanging out uh, after practice, whether it's a movie night or obviously everyone's watching the Stanley Cup final. So uh, we get to watch that together. Last night we went to go watch the Leaf game together. And, 
even like tonight, uh, games like uh, the OHL game sevens and, you know, even sometimes some WHL or QMJHL games. So just obviously we all, we're all hockey nerds and we all want to, we all love the game. We all want to watch it. So uh, we like to know what's going on. And I guess that's a good way of spending time together. How excited was Voight last night? <laughs> uh, he's, he's just whatever about it. I, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, a lot of us are Leaf fans, so we're all pretty excited. Uh, so, yeah. Um, best, who's going to have the best playoff beard on the team and, and who's going to struggle the most? Oh, uh, best playoff beard is between Limpar Lance, Benny, Goudreau, and Dillingham. Those are like the only real playoff beards. And then you got guys like me who have greasy facial hair, guys like Del Mastro that are just greasy. Uh, yeah, there's a couple Berkey's pretty greasy. Uh, worst one though, like just can't grow anything. It's probably like Anderson, actually. Anderson, we were actually joking about that last night. He's got no facial hair whatsoever. So, yeah. If you had to pick a, a breakout player from the Sting for the next round, and it can't be, it can't be you, it can't be Voight, it can't be Pashajov or Burke, who's it going to be? Um, I mean, he's been playing unbelievable up to the series, and I'm going to go with Easton Wainwright. Uh, very, very great hockey player. His speed is honestly unmatched. He can fly with the puck. He's got a great shot. He's smart, and he's scored some big goals for us in playoffs so far. So uh, not even a breakout because he's kind of already been breaking out. But, yeah, just a play, uh, for me, a player to watch because he, he can be dangerous. He's played on a line with you a couple times, right? Yeah, he has. What, is, what has he brought to that line? Like what dynamic does he bring to your line? Uh, pace. Just really brings that pace to the game. He, he opens up a lot of uh, space with his speed and just makes smart plays with the puck. And he also has that ability to finish. So, yeah, just a really good overall player. What's your favorite part about playoff hockey? Uh, I love the pressure of it. I don't know. I feel like, you know, every game is – there's a lot of pressure to every game. And, um, yeah, it's just super fun. I mean, all the fans are, you know, cheering on your side and in Sarnia and, uh, like, it's so loud and – especially when you score a goal, uh, the place goes ballistic and such a cool feeling. And I think that would be, that'd be probably one of the best parts. What's it been like around Sarney the last, the last week or so now that uh, you guys, you know, like I said, off the top of making it to the, the third round for the first time in franchise history, like this is a rabid fan base. Yeah, they're pretty excited. I mean, today, um, even on our Sarnia Instagram story, they, they went, had ticket sale, ticket sales today. And uh, there's people lined up around the whole, like, whole arena, like, outside the building. And it was insane. I've never seen that. Um, I walked in the rink this morning around, like, Anish, and the whole building was, like, full with people around it. And then I left the, build I left the building around, like, 4.30ish, and it was still like that. So, yeah, people of Sarnia are pretty juiced up for this series. And uh, obviously, like you said, it's the first time in franchise history that they made it to the Western Conference Finals. So, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm Sarnia is going to be buzzing uh, in game three and four. How, like, how much more exciting is it for you guys as players to get into those atmospheres when the fans are like that? Oh, uh, it's unbelievable. Like, uh, coming to play in Sarnia every night, like, is is, is so fun. Uh, I I don't like playing in any other rink compared to Sarnia. Now it's the fans just get you so into it, and 
you know, everyone is so nice. Even after the games, they come up to you. They're all so kind. And, you know, they just, they make you, they make you want to go out there and, you know, put, put your heart on the line. And it's just awesome. Awesome. Luca, thank you very much for this. Good luck in the third round and, and hopefully uh, uh, push the Memorial Cup. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Zach Dean and the Gatineau Olympique have been on an absolute tear since the start of December, losing just three times in regulation, with the third time coming in the first round against St. John. A sweep of Ruan Naranda sent them to the third round. The St. Louis Blues prospect tells us about how impressive their team defense has been through two rounds, the impacts of the veterans brought in this year, and changing their style of game against a more physical Quebec rampart. Here's Zach Dean. Excited to welcome my next guest. He's leading the CHL in playoff scoring from the 8-1 Gatineau Olympique at St. Louis Blues prospect Zach Dean. Zach, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, getting ready for the, for the third round of the playoffs here. Uh, you guys have had some time off. What have you guys been doing to, to keep busy? Uh, yeah, we had a few days off after uh, after the last round, and um, this week we we've been practicing uh, um, and just getting ready for Quebec. Uh, we got the day off tomorrow and uh, or today, and we're heading out tomorrow, so uh, it's uh, going to be good, and we're looking forward to it. How nice has it been to have all this time off to to make sure everybody stays healthy and and get healed up? Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, obviously, rest is uh, is really important, and then, um, if you get some guys like got some uh, some bruises and stuff like that it gives them a little bit more time to uh to heal and recover so um we're, we're taking advantage of it for sure how do you uh take advantage of it but not lose the momentum that you guys have gained over the first two rounds yeah i know i think that's something that's um it's a little bit tough especially when you have a little bit over a week before you play another game so um i think just the first game it's just trying to get our legs underneath us um when we're when we start so um, a strong start is, is really important. Does it make it easier knowing that Quebec's in the same boat that you guys are? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but you don't really think about that too much. So um, we just try to go in with the same mindset and we, and we know that we've, we've had a little bit of time off. So um, we just need to get our leg moving early. And, and away from the rink, what have you guys been doing with that time off? You uh, obviously had opportunity to spend a lot of time with the teammates. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, we, we try not to do too much. I mean, um, rest is, rest is really important. So, um, just kind of, just kind of chilling out. I mean, some of the guys will hang in and stuff like that, but, um, other than that, we're at the rank a lot, so it's, it's good. Well, for you yourself, like I mentioned off the top, uh, leading the entire CHL playoffs with 23 points in just nine games, you're on a 19 game point streak dating back to the beginning of March with 18 goals and 42 points over that stretch. Are you playing some of the best hockey of your career right now? Yeah, I mean, I would think so. I think just kind of um, since the second half and stuff like that, I think um, I've just been working on my game a lot. I think um, I'm just I'm just having fun. I think that's probably the most important thing um, for me. I, and I'm not overthinking. I'm just kind of going out there, um, doing my thing and doing everything I can to help uh, help my team win. So, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. But I mean, for the, the points wise and stuff like that, I'm, I'm not really thinking about it too much. I'm just going out there and um, and just having fun. Well, you set career highs in, in goals with 33 and points during the season and goal game in the, in the playoffs so far, but your shooting percentage is actually down. So if we average it out, you, you should be scoring a little bit more than what you are, which is a scary thought. So what's been the biggest difference for you from the regular season to the playoffs? Is it, is it just the having more fun and being a little bit more relaxed or, or have you tweaked some stuff? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, 
I, I think I'm going in kind of with the same mindset, just go out there do my thing, have some fun, but obviously I want to win. Um, I mean, it's, it's going to be my last year. So um, I think that's kind of my mindset is just kind of do everything that I can to um, help our team win. And um, I mean, it's, it's, it's been going pretty good and um, our team has been playing pretty well. So. Yeah, I guess you could say that uh, finish the season uh, without a regulation lost in 24 games. So nobody's going to be surprised that, that you made it to the third round and especially in only nine games, but it may be about how you guys were able to do it, you know, outscoring St. John 30 to five and then outscoring Ruan 23 to, to four and, you know, mixing a loss in there too, which is just incredible. Um, how has the team been able to impose your will so, so successfully over those first two rounds? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think for us, we like we don't really think about it. We just kind of go out there and uh, and play our game. Um, I mean, obviously every every game isn't isn't going to be your best, um, and I think that's something um, for us that that we're kind of good at. I mean, good teams find ways uh, ways to win even when they're not at their best. So I think we did a good job with that. Um, obviously, we we capitalized on our chances um, in the first part of the playoffs. So I, I think that's a good sign. But um, it's just going to get harder from here. So. Uh, we're really looking forward to to the task starting on uh, on Friday. You play with uh, Antonin Vero and Cole Cormier, so it's not the the biggest line. What do you foresee as some of the some challenges for you against Quebec, which is going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit tougher opponent than the last two? Yeah, I think for us, I mean, we we play with some um, some speed and we see the ice really well, but um, I think we are going to have to be a little bit more physical. I think that's something that's um, going to be important. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's something that our coaches will, will be telling us and stuff like that, but I think we'll be ready to go for sure. You and uh, Olivier Boutin came in together as, as first round picks in, in 2019. Uh, have you guys stepped up in the room and talked about how it, you mentioned that it's your, you know, going to be your last year. Have you guys talked about it in the room and how, how important it is to you guys to, to go on a deep run and, and push for that Memorial cup title? Yeah, no, I don't think we really kind of talked about that. I mean, I think everyone's kind of um, in the same boat in a sense where they want to they wanna win. I think, um, I mean, we, we've talked as, as teammates and, um, and as leaders kind of got together and um, it seems like everyone is, everyone's in it to win. So, um, I mean, we didn't really talk about that, about if guys are leaving and stuff like that. I think everyone just has the same goal in mind, so. How much easier does it make it for you guys when, when everybody's got the same goal and, and, you know, going in the, in the same direction together? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously when, um, when you have more guys kind of with the same goal, it's, um, it's going to be easier. The guys are going to be, but I mean, everything, nothing's going to be easy. So moving forward, we're just going to have to keep doing the same thing. You guys brought in some, some heavy hitters, uh, this year in, in Jean Drone and, and Kidney, who's, you know, I've, had a point in every single game for you guys, except for the first one and, and Olivier Nadeau in the off season. And they're all playing on the same line together. We, we know what the impact they've had on the ice. What's been their impact off the ice for you guys? Yeah. Um, I mean, having them come in and obviously doing what they're doing on the ice, like you just said, it's, um, it's pretty crazy. And, and they've helped us out um, a lot. I mean, it's, it's one of the reasons why after Christmas we were, um, going on that, that streak and stuff like that. But obviously, um, Nado being the captain and, um, Kidney, um, and Jendi coming in there, it's, I mean, it's been good. They're all, they're all leaders. They played in the league. 
Um, so it's good to get those guys kind of in. And, um, and I mean, when you get them in with the guys that we've already had, it's, um, it's building a good culture for us. So um, we have a, a really good group and, and they're really good leaders. How easy was it for them to, to fit in or how easily did they fit in with you guys once they, they got established there? Oh yeah, it was pretty easy for them. I mean, um, at the same time, the, the guys kind of, um, know everyone and stuff like that. Um, Nads, he was, he was here all year and stuff like that, uh, doing his rehab and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, and guys know guys from, uh, we have a few guys from the Maritimes and stuff like that. So. And, and Lepena was brought in obviously, cause he's got a lot of experience. Um, what kind of confidence does he give you guys, you know, four shutouts already in the playoffs? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he's been amazing, but, um, I think kind of moving forward and stuff like that. Um, I think we, we have a lot of confidence in him, but we're still going to need to be there to back him up and, um, and give him some confidence as well. So. Well, I was going to say team defense. Um, you know, I was a little bit worried when I saw that Noah Warren went down, knowing how, how much of a, a physical presence he is for you guys. And that, you know, a piece that you guys would miss surely in the, in the playoffs, but, uh, the offense has been impressive from you guys, but I think the overall team defense that you guys have displayed through two rounds is even more impressive. Uh, would you agree? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, I think, like you said, it was four shutouts, um, not many goals given up. So I think that's that's a good sign. I think, obviously, um, moving into Friday and, and with Quebec, um, they got some firepower. So um, we're going to have to be a little – we're going to have to be more on top of that and um, and can't make as, as many small mistakes because um, they'll capitalize on those chances. But, yeah, it's been, it's been good for us um, defensively as well. What kind of details do you guys have to be sure of in that series against Quebec to make sure that they're, you know, they're not getting in those high scoring slots? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think just little details in the defensive zone, even another stopping on pucks, stuff like that. If, um, if you're flying by pucks and you give them some time and space, um, they'll, they'll get some scoring chances and um, it'll just be bound for them to capitalize. So I think that's probably just some of the, the smaller details. I mean, it's a game of hockey. There's going to be mistakes, but um, the more that you can kind of cut down on that, the, the better it will be. When you guys go into a series against uh, an opponent like Quebec and, and you know, it's going to be a little bit more physical, you know, it's going to be a, you know, a greasy grind them out series. How do you start to mentally prepare for that before you get into the games? Yeah. I mean, obviously for me, I, I don't really like to think about it too, too much. Obviously you, you need to, uh, to some degree, but, um, I mean, I, I look at it as just going to be fun when, when you get into those games and especially in playoffs, um, it's, it's a, it's a lot of fun when you're, when you're battling, you're competing and, um, and you're, and you're playing, uh, for something at the end. So I think that's, that's kind of how everyone kind of looks at it. And, um, we're all really excited. The team went two, two and one against Quebec this year. You weren't, uh, you weren't back for those last two games. You were still at juniors. So um, how do you guys go into preparing for this game? I'm sure you've watched a bunch of video this week. Uh, you know, obviously Quebec has been a powerhouse all season long at or near the top of the, the power rankings all year. Yeah. Um, I think obviously during the season, you don't, can't really look at that. I mean, playoffs is a, um, is a whole new game. So um Obviously, we've been doing some video and stuff like that um, this past week and just preparing, but um, we're just going to have to come out and, and play our game. I think that's the most important thing. 
Do you worry about their big guns at all? Like, obviously, you have to be aware when they're on the ice, but do you, or do you more focus about the the, the team as a whole? Yeah, um, I mean, I think it goes for uh, for any team. You have their top guys. You you kind of look at them. You you talk about them, but it's you can't get too too focused on that. And I mean, they have a good team too, so um, I think it would be the same for them. Yeah, obviously, they're gonna they're gonna look at at uh, your top six and yourself included, obviously with the start that you've had to the playoffs. So what types of things do you feel like you're going to have to do to, to make sure that you're getting creating time and space for yourself to, to get some scoring opportunities? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. And, and like I said, that's going to be the, the fun part about it. So um, uh, when I, when I get those scoring chances or uh, when I make those plays, got to try and capitalize because it's going to be tough to get those. But um, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. That's, I, I think that's just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So um, it's going to be tough, but I think everyone's, everyone's going to really enjoy it. How do you take last year's experience and, and, you know, obviously being swept by the eventual champions, you, you don't like that, but seeing what they were like and, and able to do, how do you take that experience to, to help you guys this year now that you've, you've gotten to this stage? Um, yeah. I mean, last year it was, um, it was tough and kind of the series were a little bit shorter too, but um, they, they, they had a good team. And then obviously um, Nadeau, he was, he was on that team too. So I think that that's good. He kind of give, gave us some advice and stuff like that um, about how they were as a team going forward through the playoffs and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, I think you can't really look at other teams too much in previous years and stuff like that, but it's always good to kind of see, um, how they were. And then obviously having Nads too, to kind of um, talk about that. I think, I think it's good for us. What types of things has, has he said about, you know, that, that team and that run or, or what to expect or kind of the sacrifices you have to make? Yeah. Um, I think it was just how they came together. Um, so close, especially going forward in the rounds. I think that was probably the, one of the things that kind of stuck out to me the most. So um, I think that's what we're going to have to do if we want to continue uh, to move forward. The World Juniors this year, obviously a great experience for you. Are you able to take any of that experience and, and implement that in the playoffs or, or just if it's even relaying some, some of that to uh, the guys in the room? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a tournament. Um, it's, it's really high uh, competition. It's, um, it's a short, short tournament. So, um, I mean, I think you have to you have to build a winning culture um, pretty fast in, in those tournaments. So um, I think it kind of just ties into what I said about Nads and, and uh, talking about his team last year. So um, I think that's something that I could also kind of bring back from from there. I mean, it's a to win that that tournament and, and such a high um, high competition. It's it's pretty tough. So um, I think that would be something that I could bring back to to our team moving forward everybody grows playoff beards this time of year who's going to have the the best beard on the olympics by the time you guys are done the playoffs um probably be uh frankie frankie lapena or uh maybe cole cormier and and the, on the opposite side of that who's uh who's struggling the most who uh Probably, probably Jendy. He, he can't grow too much there. So, 
And uh, if you had to pick somebody on your team to have a breakout in this next round, and you know you can't pick yourself, you can't pick you can't pick John Drone, Kid Nina Doe, or, or Luno. Who's uh, who's going to break out for you guys? Um, I'm thinking it's going to be um, maybe Marcel. Marcel, I think I think against Quebec. Um, I mean, he's a big body. He has speed, um, and he and he can play with grit. I mean, he's he's big. So I think I think it could be could be his round for sure. What's your favorite part about playoff hockey? Uh, I think it's just to compete. Like I was saying before, I mean, that's, that's kind of when you get in those games, you get, you get more into the games when it's, when you're battling and you're competing. So, yeah. What's it been like around uh, Gatineau in the last, uh, we'll say the last week. Yeah, I know it's been, it's been pretty crazy. Uh, a couple of days ago, they were, uh, the ticket sales kind of opened up and uh, we were heading in the rink. It was just pretty early for practice. It's probably a little after um, eight and there was people lined up to get the tickets because the website was crashing and stuff like that. So um, that's, that's pretty cool that those two games are already sold out. So it's, um, it's going to be pretty, it's going to be fun playing in front of our fans. But you know, your rink's going to be a sellout. You know, there's going to be a ton of fans in, in Quebec city as well. How much more exciting is it for you guys when you get into those, you know, those loud atmospheres with the rabid fans? Yeah, it's it's super fun. I think we we look forward to that. I mean, we we enjoy that, especially um, in our rink when you kind of you go out there for warm up and and the rink is almost packed. So it's um, it's pretty cool. And then in Quebec, obviously, the NHL rink. So um, that's that's pretty cool if they can uh, the more people they can fit in that. What's uh, more fun, scoring in in your building and hearing the crowd erupt, or or scoring in the visiting building and and silencing the crowd? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh probably probably our building i think that's i mean that's that's a lot of fun when when the horn goes off and um and when the crowd gets going so drafted by vegas traded at the deadline this year or just slightly before the deadline what was uh what was that like for you how did you find out about it were you you know did you get a call or did you see it on tv first yeah um i i it was kind of a crazy story i just kind of woke up um we had a Sunday game. It was kind of, it was an early game. Um, slept in a little bit and uh, kind of woke up. I was just getting ready, and we had to leave uh, for the rink shortly. And uh, I get a call uh, from Vegas. Uh, they tell me I'm traded. I'm like, okay, and whatever. And then I just I was still like I wasn't really even focusing on that because I was getting ready for the game. And um, and then I get a call from St. Louis. Um, they tell me welcome to the team and and, and stuff like that. And right after that call. And then I was, I was heading to the rink to play a game. So um, everything, everything happened pretty fast, but um, I was super excited. Your, your old minor midget teammate uh, from the Toronto young Nats, Josh Bloom. He was also traded around deadline time uh, from Buffalo to Vancouver. Uh, have you, have you been following him in the North Bay battalion at all to see uh, if, if there's a chance of you guys meeting up? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I saw, I saw his trade too. when when that happened and, um, yeah, I've been, I've been following, um, all the leagues and, and seeing kind of what's going on. And like I said, uh, I mean, they're, they're a good team too. Um, I think it was game seven last night that they won against Barry. So, um, I guess they're moving forward now. So. Awesome. Zach, this has been great. Uh, thanks for taking the time and, and good luck in the, the third round of the playoffs and, and hopefully a, a run to the Memorial cup. Perfect. Thank you very much.